Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. I'm Tracy Morgan. Always nice to have you here, of course. This is our half an hour that we get to talk to great professionals in and around the area. Today is our day with the VNA, and we are going to be talking about the butterfly release. I know that we've talked about this every year, and as we all know, we've had a lot of changes over the past 18 months, so we'll talk about what's going to be happening this year with the butterfly release. And Kelly Conley is going to be joining us here in just a moment. But before I welcome her into the program, as always, let me give you the laundry list, if you will, of the different ways that you can listen, because you do have the app that you could put on your mobile device for WISR. You have a streaming online at WISR680.com. And then you have Alexa powered devices that you can simply say, Alexa, play WISR. That should be enough to get us to, to broadcast for the next many minutes that we will. Also, if you are, well, I say if you're joining us late, if you're hearing me now, you're not joining us late, are you? But if you do have to leave us and you would like to listen to this again or you miss some of the information, this will be our podcast of the day. And so you go back onto our website at WISR680.com. And there you're going to pick programs, let's talk, and then you would look for the VNA. And that's where you're going to find the information. All right, let's get to it. Kelly Conley, of course, a frequent program with the VNA on the phone with me today. Kelly, nice. Nice to talk to you again. Welcome back to the program. Thank you so much, Tracy. Good morning. And I always, I, I think you're an interesting person to talk to. One, because you are a grief specialist, and yet you are like the cheeriest person I, I, I talk to <laughs> most <laughs> often. And that's going to be an interesting dichotomy for you. I mean, you are a very positive person, but you deal with some pretty heavy stuff. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. You're right, Tracy. And, you know, it's an honor, though, to serve those who are grieving. It truly is. It's a gift. So let's talk a little bit about the butterfly release first. And I know we've had full conversations just on grief alone, but I, I do want to talk about this because I'm interested in, in the changes, the confirmation that it's happening and all of that. So can you give us a rundown of the butterfly release this year? Oh, certainly. We are We are just so excited to be able to have it in person again this year. Last year, we, of course, had to make some changes and do a car drive-by style butterfly distribution and allow people to take their program and release their butterfly at an independent place of their choosing. And that was fine. But, you know, what I missed the most was just being in community with all of those. There is, there's power in numbers. There is certainly power in being with others who are grieving and have lost a loved one. And I can't wait to bring that back together this year. So we will be doing our service at the Butler Fairgrounds, which is um, a great space. And we are so grateful to them for allowing us to use their large covered area there on the grounds, um, just in case of rain. Um, but we also have access to a large field near our covered area where we will be able to watch these butterflies, um, you know, just fly away. And it's a wonderful visual. One quick question before we just keep in our forward momentum with this year. Last year, did a lot of people participate even though they, they had to do that on their own? Yes, they did. And and interestingly, it was it was really nice to hear what people had planned. You know, they drove up in their cars with their family and gathered their program and their favors and their butterfly. And some of them shared with us you know, what their plan was. They might have been going to their own backyard. They may have been going to a park. They may have been going to their loved one's graveside, you know, to do the release. So people really did participate and come up with some lovely ways to honor their loved ones. So the butterfly release this year will be on what date? 
Uh, this this year we're going to we always do the second Sunday. This will be Sunday, September twelfth. Okay, Sunday, September twelfth. I'm just jotting all this down, <laughs> like everybody else. Yes. Wait, what date was that? That was September twelfth. <laughs> um, and so, when is the deadline to order the butterflies? The deadline to order butterflies will be September third. Um, however, I think everyone knows that we do provide extra butterflies that are available the day of the event. So, in fact, if you didn't think you could come and by the 12th, find you can. Uh, you're welcome to come and join us. The only thing that would happen in that case is that your loved one's name would not appear in the printed flyer and, and brochure that we have. Um, the name, however, would still be read as part of our memorial service. So everyone's names of those we're honoring and remembering are read during the service. And where do we get the butterflies? The butterflies are available the day of the service. So when you come to the Butler Fairgrounds, we start distribution at 1230. And the butterfly is then given to you as you sign in and enter the building. Well, then let me ask it this way, Kelly. Where do we go to, to order them so we know that we have our butterfly? Oh, and, yeah. yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you can call 724-431-3300. Um, that is how you can place the order by phone. And then we also have mailers here. We will be mailing out to our very large list of folks that we mail out to every year. So if you happen to be on that list, you will receive your order form by mail. And if you would like for me to send you one, you can call me at 724-431-3500. Okay, so a couple of different options there. Again, I'll just give out those two numbers right now, and then we'll repeat mm -hmm. those before we leave. But 724-431-3372 or 431-3520. So those are a couple of numbers that we can call. Okay, so now for all of the, I say the harder-hitting questions, because um, this is an emotional time. And, and again, I, I mentioned at the beginning of the program that you deal with hard-hitting stuff. So let's talk about that a little bit because I'm wondering how unique this year will be with the butterfly release. And actually, before I even ask you about that, can you give us an overview of what the butterfly release is and the purpose behind it? Oh, of course. Uh, so the butterfly release is an annual event, and it is something that we do to invite all the members of both our hospice families, past and present, as well as the entire community, as an opportunity to come together to celebrate and honor those we have lost. And that can be, you know, again, whether you were in our hospice program or not, we want to bring the community and our families together in one space. We feel there is, again, just such power in being together and remembering our loved ones. And we feel that yearly it is important to give people the opportunity to do that. I think with the recent events of COVID, this is even more important <laughs> as we have, you know, come into uh, this year. So I'm so happy to be able to do that. The Butterfly Release is, is really just a beautiful service. It is full of music and readings and, you know, just times of 
reflection and then of course the reading of the names and then finally at the end kind of culminating in the release of the butterflies which if you've never seen that you know having you know 100 or 150 butterflies released at one time is just really something to see. Now we have talked about this before pre-COVID and so I'll repeat it but it does also apply to COVID times if you will. It does not matter if your loved one passed in the past year and a half. It doesn't matter if they passed of COVID or not. Is that correct? I mean, somebody could have passed 10 years ago, and you can still oh, remember yeah. them on this day. Oh, absolutely. And, and honestly, we have some folks who have joined us literally for almost every year that we have done this program, <laughs> which is just a lovely thing. It's lovely to see people that we, you know, can count on to be there every year. And they do this as a yearly, you know, just beautiful way to honor the person that they lost. And maybe as they go along, they may be buying, you know, additional butterflies for others they have lost. Um, it, and I, I want to add in here, it is also okay. Some people come and buy a butterfly just in honor of someone who's still with us. You know, we've had several people come and honor their parents or, you know, honor a grandparent with a butterfly, and they're actually still living. So, you know, that is an option as well. I'm just throwing this idea out. I'm not saying that you gave me any indication of this. I'm just on my own kind of speculating. Is this an opportunity for maybe even a healthcare professional to be able to participate in this, you know, healthcare professionals are always so hard taking care of other people. Is this a, a great moment for them to come out? Maybe they they have worked so hard at this, and maybe they've seen people pass away of COVID or, or something else. But um, is this a great opportunity for them to be able to heal just a bit? I certainly hope so. I know that for us, you know, it is a very meaningful experience and. You know, just as you said, I, I appreciate you recognizing that, Tracy, that for us, you know, we do, of course, you know, get it, get attached. We get, you know, we are very impacted by the people that we care for. So, um, and actually this year marks 40 years uh, that DNA Hospice has been providing care to our community. And in honor of that, uh, we will have 40 past and present employees releasing 40 butterflies and I can tell you that probably every person there will be thinking of someone or a group or a lot of patients that they have cared for through the years. Again, folks, this is the butterfly release this year, uh, thinking of others that who have passed away uh, in honor or maybe somebody who's still here that you want to honor. But this has been held for the past many, many years with the VNA. This year it'll be September 12th. The deadline to order the butterflies would be September 13th. Again, I'll give you this one number. I know there are a couple of options, but uh, 724-431-3372. And this will be at the Butler Fairgrounds. You got the covered area or you got the field and, and that you can point people in the right direction when you get there, Kelly, on that day. But being at the Butler Fairgrounds, is this the largest location that you've had in order for people to gather? Uh, you know, it probably has, um, you know, and it, it really is a great space for us to use both because, you know, just in case of weather, we do need some coverage. Um, you know, we want to try to keep people out of the sun and make sure they are comfortable, you know, during the ceremony. But it, of course, also gives us the benefit of that just huge field next to the building area, um, you know, where we can release these butterflies. So it's kind of the best of both worlds. And, and again, we're very thankful to the fairgrounds for hosting us. Is there anything that goes on that day or is this primarily focused on the service and the butterflies? Uh, you know, sometimes there are other events going on. Um, we do pay attention to that. We certainly want to quiet enough 
space, you know, for our event. So we've never had any issue, you know, with that. Uh, there's plenty of parking. There's handicap accessible areas, uh, close drop off for those who need to be dropped off and brought up to the building, you know, and the, the sides of the building are open. So it is easy access for pretty much anyone to be able to participate. And that allows for great spacing as well, because of course we are not out of the pandemic at this point. So being outdoors, I think is a great option, which is always good for, because you're releasing butterflies, obviously, but uh, yeah. having that covered space still allows people to be outdoors and, and get some spacing. That's correct. So again, the butterfly release on September 12th, 2021, one thing that I've been talking to different organizations about is uh, folks coming on board and supporting them. And I was wondering if you could take a moment and talk about the great support that the VNA has had for this butterfly release this year. I mean, even though there are tough times for people over the past 18 months or even more, it seems like people are really coming on board to, to celebrate and, and help something like this effort. Yes, and we have just seen that in an amazing way uh, this year in particular. And again, we are we are so grateful, um, you know, as a nonprofit and just a group that has always um, wanted to serve the community. I think most people are aware that all of our bereavement services are free of charge, <laughs> um, you know, and, and VNA um, under, you know, the Lutheran Senior Life umbrella has just always been, you know, committed to trying to help the community in any way we can. Um, so we're thankful for those that are just partnering with us this year to make this happen. Um, you know, we've mentioned the Butler Fairgrounds, but also I'd like to acknowledge uh, MMC Land Management, Armstrong Group of Companies, Young Funeral Home, Boylan Funeral Home, Geibel Funeral Home, Thompson Miller Funeral Home, the C.W. Howard Insurance Company, and Deal Auto, um, all of whom have made very generous contributions to make sure that this event could go forward. Kelly, I, I want to ask you a general question, and, I, you know, of course you'll answer the way that you'd like to, but how are people doing? Have you seen a different kind of grief over the past year and a half or two years because of covid um, how how are people coping with the deaths? Because we really got thrown for a loop on how funerals and, and passings were handled, especially at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, can you talk about that or reflect on that over the past year and a half? Oh, goodness, Tracy, yes. And, and you're certainly right. It has been, you know, a huge adjustment for many families, both that we have had in hospice and, and those in the community. I think the probably most significant issue has been the fact that many people were not able to see their loved ones um, prior to their passing, you know, potentially because of visitation roles at hospitals and nursing homes, because of not being allowed to have many family members in a home at one time, um, even just the barriers, you know, of having to wear masks or face shields or, you know, whatever families even were doing, you know, to try to keep themselves safe in their own homes um, or in nursing homes if, in fact, they did manage to, you know, have a visit before someone died. And then the subsequent issue of how do we hold a funeral, you know, in the midst of, uh, you know, a worldwide pandemic, 
Um, I actually have families even now that are still, you know, doing memorial services just this summer for, you know, some of our patients who may have died back in, you know, December, January, February, March, even that far back. So, you know, this has really changed the dynamic of, of both how we memorialize people, how we do services, and also how we grieve, because this adds a new element to the grief process. Can you talk about that possible lasting effect? I say possible because I'm not in your shoes. I'm assuming that this could have lasting effect on those who are the survivors after they weren't allowed to see their loved ones or they never got to say goodbye in the way that in their mind they imagined the way it should be. Yes, absolutely. So one thing that I've talked with many people about is, you know, kind of having to find a way to accept that there wasn't anything we could do to change the circumstances. Uh, So first we have to accept that. We have to accept that we were in highly, you know, unusual, unchartered territories, you know, in terms of how we had to allow our loved one to die. And secondly, then finding a way to still be able to say goodbye. I, I am a big believer in the fact that even though someone has passed, you know, it is still possible for us to do the work we need to do to, you know, make it the way we want it as best as we can. So I've had many families just come up with some really creative ways of saying their goodbyes, even now, you know, in this new space where their loved one has already passed, but just something to give them a sense of healing and peace, you know, with having done things, at least in some part, the way they would have liked to. Two points out of what you just said that I'd like to raise. The first point, in a sense, I don't want to say that they're myths, but maybe a misconception, and correct me if I'm wrong. When you say that we need to accept the moment, that's not the same as saying that it's okay, is it? Oh, my goodness, no. (laughs) Of course not. Nothing that happened in the past year I don't think was okay with anyone, and it shouldn't be. You know, it was unexpected. It was, you know, we were just forced, literally forced into situations that, you know, we truly had no control over. And, you know, I I worry that folks will continually go back and wish it could have been different and, you know, have guilt. And that's, while that's normal and understandable, it's not a space in which we can move forward. So, you know, there is a processing that needs to happen. There's a lot of talking that needs to happen, maybe some writing, just trying to, you know, work through what was out of our control in order to find a place of just saying this wasn't the way I wanted it to be, but I need to accept that I did the best I could in the circumstances I was given. The second element I wanted to approach with you is when you talk about what sounds like closure, Mm -hmm. that's not about forgetting, is it? Well, listen, grieving, grieving is never about forgetting. We don't forget people. We don't get over people. That is not the point of grieving. The point of grieving is simply to heal our broken hearts to the best of our ability. But it is also finding a way to keep that person, you know, alive in our hearts to find a way to connect with them on a different level now that they are physically absent. So it really is a transitional process. There, you know, I, there is no way and we shouldn't ever have the goal be to get over, you know, what happened over the person. You know, it is more a transition to finding a way to be with them in a new way. If we haven't found closure, is that what is holding us back 
emotionally, I say mentally, because sometimes I've talked to people where they just can't figure out why that they haven't been able to move forward. And I ask mm-hmm. them about closure and it's kind of like a light bulb goes off. Like, oh no, I, mm-hmm. I never did really deal with that. And again, that could have happened to them five years ago, 10 years ago, could have happened a long time ago. So do you find people as, as they continue to grow in life, they don't necessarily move forward in life because they haven't found closure to, to what's bothering them in their hearts and minds? Oh, of course. And, you know, grief is is just a huge factor in that because the only solution to grief is to grieve. You know, we can't heal what we don't feel. So if we are storing something, you know, in our hearts that has just not been unlocked, has not been dealt with, has not been shared, you know, and not been able to be processed in a healthy manner, it will, in fact, color and impact, you know, things as we move forward. Um, I worry very much, you know, many generations taught that it was best to just be strong, whatever that meant at that time, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, keep moving forward, don't cry, don't you know, admit that you're, it's weakness, you know, if you admit that you're hurting. And certainly research has never, you know, going forward supported any of that. In fact, it has found that that has been detrimental even to people's physical health, you know, to do that. So my job is always to allow people to be in their grief, to process it, and to find healthy ways to deal with all of the accompanying emotions. Do you find that when you say that the comment, we don't heal from what we don't feel, do you find that that's hard because feelings are not what we see? You know, sometimes (laughs) I feel like in life it's easier to see something and then have to deal with that because I'm visually seeing it. But when you talk about emotions, sometimes we don't even know how we're feeling. We just know we feel miserable and sad. Yes, and and truly with grief, sometimes the emotions are so overwhelming that it is difficult for us to piece them apart and find out, you know, what is it? You know, is it mostly sadness? Is it loneliness? Is it guilt? Is it, you know, anger, which is something that society doesn't like to deal with, you know, but is a very real part and a very, you know, validated, needs to be validated part of the grief process and, and again, dealt with in a healthy manner. So when we're just overwhelmed, it is very easy for us to not be able to identify our emotions on our own. And that is why I ask people to get some support, you know, and get some help. I think that is just such a strength when we are able to reach out and do that. Kelly, Kelly Conley, the bereavement specialist with the VNA, again, partnership with Lutheran Senior Life there now for a few years. But with the VNA, Kelly, can you talk about the services that you offer? And again, where are we with, are, are you handling your services in person? Are you still online? Are you going to offer both as we go forward? Yes. So at this point, I'm happy to say that we are back to offering in-person services. We are still, of course, you know, upholding all of the CDC recommended guidelines, uh, particularly if folks have chosen not to be vaccinated, you know, masks are worn, the social distancing, you know, it's still in place for those in-person meetings. Um, I'm happy to accommodate people in terms of would you prefer to meet outside? You know, would you prefer to meet in a bigger space in my office than my smaller counseling area? So I make those accommodations as needed. Um, For those who are fully vaccinated, you know, um, we still are required to have a mask um, on, but 
it's a little bit nicer now, you know, because we can be in a, in a nice, comfortable space together and talk in person, which is by far, you know, what I prefer. I do think that is the most effective way uh, to deal with our grief. However, um, I do have some folks who still prefer to do video chat or just phone calls. And of course, that is fine as well. Do you think the video chats will, will be here to stay? Not that they overtake the in-person. It's just, do you think that'll be an option that will be here to stay? Oh, yes, absolutely. Because it, what's most important to me, I don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable, you know, in any way. So, you know, if doing it by phone and video or, you know, whatever is best for them, um, that I'm happy to accommodate that. Again, we wanted to focus on the butterfly release with Kelly, Kelly Conley with uh, the VNA Lutheran Senior Life, the bereavement specialist. So in our last few minutes together, Kelly, today, do you mind just kind of recapping for those folks who joined us late in our conversation, those, those bullet points of details about this year's butterfly release? Of course. Um, we are happy to welcome the community uh, to the Butler Fairgrounds uh, on, on Sunday, September 12th. Butterfly distribution will begin at 1230 uh, with the actual ceremony occurring at 130. You can buy your butterflies by calling 724-431-3372. If you received a mailer uh, from us in the mail, you may send that back to us with your check uh, for your butterflies. And if you'd like to do it that way, you can call me at 724 724- Four three one three five two zero, and I will be sure to send a mailer out to you. And again, you'll have a few butterflies on hand to sell the day of. Is that correct? Of course, yes. We welcome anyone to just decide you'd like to join us and come up to the fairgrounds on September twelfth. It'll be a, a fabulous event. It always has been. Do you know how many years you've been doing this? I know aside from last year, but still um, in in person. How many years have you been doing this? Yes, I believe we were just talking about this. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that this is the 14th year. So it's been, yeah, it's been something that we have found no reason to change. (laughs) And And, we're so happy to continue doing it. And it continues to grow. I'm I'm just curious, which I know you can't answer right now, on how many people will show this year. Because I think it it attracts so many people. And I think it's so beneficial that I, I think it'll be very popular once again this year. I think so too, and and I honestly we are we are anticipating a bit of a bigger number this year, just you know, with people who were just unable to attend last year, and also those who were impacted by the COVID pandemic. Yeah, Kelly Conley with VNA Lutheran Senior Life. Last minute or two, what what are your final thoughts? What would you like to share with us as we go forward, whether it be about the butterfly release or just grieving, because it is, is such an essential part of life that I think many of us would like to skip, but if we skip it, then we can't move forward. And that's very true, Tracy. And, you know, as always, as I have always done, I am continually encouraging people to not pack away those feelings and emotions, to not deny, you know, the grief, to kind of own that and be willing to explore those emotions so that through the processing of that, we can, in fact, be strengthened, be healed, you know, and become then, I think what happens is when we strengthen and heal through the grieving process, we actually do receive the gift of being able to help others. I have had many people tell me they've been surprised that 
you know, as hard as their own grief process was, um, they are very happy to realize that they can now help others. You know, they now know what to say. They know what not to say. They know how to engage another person who is grieving. And while it sounds ironic that there are some gifts we receive in the grieving process, that is definitely one of them. You know, so if for no other reason but healing ourselves, I feel that we are also able to impact others in, you know, really taking our grief seriously, doing a good job of healing that and sharing it. Um, Also, I want to say, you know, if you feel, you know, afraid (laughs) to come out to this butterfly release, because you may cry, you may be emotional. I welcome that. I I love that. You know, I love that we can grieve as a community. and And I want you to come. I will be there. There will be support people there. You know, I want you to know this will be a safe space. Kelly Conley with the VNA Lutheran Senior Life with the butterfly release again September 12th. The deadline for those butterflies to order would be September 3rd. You have a couple of numbers, 724-431-3372 or 3520. Kelly, thank you so much for your time. We always appreciate it. Thank you, Tracy. And folks, thank you very much for joining us for this segment of Let's Talk. Again, if you joined us late or you would like to listen to this again in its entirety, you can go to our website at WISR680.com, pick programs, Let's Talk, and then look for the VNA. I'm Tracy Morgan with Let's Talk.